0: Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, so the book is almost done, sweet friends. We'll be looking at launching October, November-ish of 2019 for anybody who's listening later. This book, I mean, this is the funny thing. I wrote the book in three days. I wrote it over a weekend, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, uh, in 2016. And then it sat in my computer until December of 2018 when I opened it up. And I honestly thought that I was going to throw it out. Like, as bad as that sounds, I just thought this is not going to be relevant anymore. It's not going to be good. I didn't even really remember what I had wrote and I shocked myself. Oh my gosh, I shocked myself, it was so good. I was just like, wow. So I have been with the editor and we're gonna have another meeting here shortly and all the other pieces are starting to roll. So, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, how does it get any better? Anyway, let's talk about today's. Can an unhealed healer heal? Say that three times. <laughs> Can an unhealed heal heal? Oh, yeah, see, no. Anyway, you get it. Uh, and this was based on my sweet friend, Karen, had sent a message. And, you know, her question was like, one, I've probably heard 50,000 times. In all my years of doing business since 2002, this question, this problem, this Block, whatever you want to call it, is such a fucking lie. One, even when we go to the energy of unhealed, it's a lie, it's a judgment. Do we have anything to heal? No. Are there choices that we could make that could be, you know, looking at, like, what what choice would create more? Is this choice creating more? Is this choice creating less? Whatever it might be, but unhealed is, is a judgment. And how do we define healed? Now, normally, the people asking, or not the people, but normally when we ask this, because believe me, I have asked it before myself, is we're basically saying, you know, is that perfect? person perfect enough so that they can help me and that's what I mean is perfect is a judgment there's nobody perfect it's one of the reasons that that this radio show has actually been so successful and I mean it's been right now or it's currently called obviously Tools to Create a Better Life Uh, and it was called the Glennie Show. And prior to that, it was called Living in the Magic of Possibilities. So I've, it's been going on since 2013. So in any sort of podcast platform, you'll find it as The Glynnie Show. Uh, and then obviously this one. And it's one of the things that people have told me over and over and over is that they love that I'm me, that I don't come on the radio show and tell people how perfect I am one, it would be impossible. Um, And two, it's like, you know, if we all had to be perfect in something so that somebody else that we could contribute to somebody else, it's impossible. Impossible. So what I often look at when we have that point of view, and it's funny because in the book, I have a section where I talk about this because there was a client who'd come to me for, I believe it was coaching and that was saying, she was a smoker and she had decided the only way that she could do her uh, natural health business was to quit smoking. And I actually have had interesting points of views about smoking uh, probably all my entire life Uh, and I just don't like it. I just don't like the smell of it and all of that. So I've had interesting points of views. And what was so interesting when I was working with this woman is I became so aware. Now, back then, it was prior to access. So I was doing stuff with angels and guides and and different energies. And what they gifted was that, like, she didn't have to change anything to be the natural health healer that she wanted to be. Now, if her choosing to stop smoking was something she desired to do, that's a whole different ball game. But anytime we do something for someone or something, so in this case, stop smoking so she could be a success. So usually it's when, when we do that, we're setting ourselves up really to, to trip and to fail. If we're not choosing something for us, we won't actually choose it long term. So, you know, I knew with her that she would not choose it long term if it was just for her business to be successful. It wasn't truly coming from something she desired to change. And that was the energy that that I got from her team, was like, she didn't have to change it. Now, if you look at it from like a bigger picture, there's probably a lot of people on the planet who are smokers who also value natural health, that don't feel comfortable going to somebody who is a non-smoker and is going to tell them not to smoke. So to go to a smoker who's, you know, doing the natural health also, like get a sense of that. And and so it's not, I don't mean like she can only work with non-smoker or with smokers. That's not what I mean. But it's just looking at that all those times when we look and we say, well, I can't do coaching because my body isn't the right size believe me that's been the biggest one for me it's like how can I how can I do a session with somebody on their body stuff when I don't have my body stuff figured out and guess what I'm fucking phenomenal with body stuff and it has nothing to do with whether I've succeeded whatever that is in this reality with my own or not It really is that willingness to be present and to know that you are a contribution no matter what. And if people are looking and saying, oh, wow, I'm not going to work with her on body stuff. Cool. That just says that they're not willing to receive from me. That's okay. I don't need to take it personal. There's many people on the planet I wouldn't receive from. And I would then need to make it bad and wrong. You know, that's how that's how we do it, um, is to go, oh, well, I don't want to receive from them. So it's because they blah, blah, blah. And that blah, blah, blah is never the reason. In fact, they could stop. We could stop the sentence. I'm not willing to receive. You don't have to say anything else after that and it's not wrong. It's not wrong. So, you know, if you're scrolling through Facebook and you see somebody's class coming up and you go into, Oh my God, that's ridiculous. Why are they doing that? That's so stupid. You're just not willing to receive it. And I don't mean you should be so this is the other thing is that a lot of times people go, Oh my gosh, I'm judging it. I should receive it. What's wrong with me? It's not, there's nothing it's just not for you what we need to do is stop the judgment so once you recognize you're in that space stop stop (laughs) give what i call your two-year-old something else to do so when your brain goes into well they shouldn't do that and they don't know nothing about like stop just stop please stop that's just the crazy what you know is it's not for you in that moment it's not for you just leave it and Give your two-year-old something else to do. Uh, you can, you know, just repeat the alphabet backwards or you can, t- you know, start asking questions about awesomeness or, you know, universe, show me the magic I beat. Whatever it is, but give that two-year-old something else to do. Because uh, it really is when we have that crazy, we're just using judgment to ensure we don't receive what's possible. And we don't have to receive, we don't have to take every class. We don't have to be interested in every session. None of that. But also recognize when you're doing judgment to separate. And so when we're doing it to ourselves, even of going, well, I'm not the way I should be. As soon as I'm there, then I will. Bullshit. Bullshit. I call bullshit. If you're not willing to do it now, you won't do it then. You'll find another reason and justification. That's all you're doing. And then it is about the willingness to receive. Absolutely. So yeah, if I were to put out a weight loss course, there would be some judgment. Absolutely. And all I have to do is to be aware of if I'm willing to receive it. If I'm not, I'm just not going to put the course out yet. And I'm going to get to where I'm willing to receive it. It's not about like when I'm the perfect weight, whatever the hell that is, then I can. It's like, no, I can actually follow the energy. If there was a weight loss class that was asking for me to facilitate it, then absolutely I'm in. And if I recognize, oof, I'm not sure that, you know, I can receive the judgment, then I clear my points of views about not receiving the judgment because remember Our point of view creates our reality. So if I have the point of view that I shouldn't facilitate a weight loss class, and then I put one out there, guess what? (laughs) I will prove myself right. And then I will have the experience that I can then carry forward and say, see, I shouldn't yet. I can't facilitate a class on weight loss until I've lost the weight now I'm right (laughs) I'm not right about anything sane but I'm right (laughs) so you want to look at that too if you're like well I can't I can't be a healer until I'm healed you're right (laughs) you're absolutely right and the thing with healing, you you'll it's impossible to be healed. What is that? What what does that look like? Does that you know it, for healed? Would I then be a certain weight? What's that like? Really looking at those very interesting points of views that we all have. I shouldn't. No, I'm not going to project that onto you. I'm sorry. Uh, that many of us have of what that should look like or is supposed to look like. And so you know if we've had. Um, and and this is something I actually went through with myself because I did, I had lost a bunch of weight back in, I think it was 2015, 2016. And, and I did put, you know, the programs out there of the tools that I used in ways that I shifted it and changed it. And then I did gain weight again and went into the crazy of that, of I did it wrong. And now, you know, all the people who took that class, they're going to, Uh, you know, be in trouble or, or like all the crazy, which it was, none of it was relevant. None of it was true. I chose what I chose. People can choose what they choose. So if we don't make any of it right or wrong, and this is to me what it all boils down to, if we don't make any of it right or wrong, what else might be possible? If we didn't see extra weight as right or wrong or less weight as right or wrong, what would we like to choose? And then how much more aware could we be of what creations are asking to be created through us? You know, so if there is a natural healing business asking to be create co-created with you and you have judgments that you somehow need to be healed in a certain way or your life needs to be different, or you should have uh, lots of money, um, whatever, Or maybe you're, you know, you'd like to be a financial coach and you've got no money. (laughs) Like, what if that's okay? Here's the thing that, and I know there's a quote and I don't recall it now, but basically it's like we, we teach what we would like to learn. And I know that for myself. I know that to be a fact. If I suddenly felt like I knew everything in all the tools that I facilitate, all the classes I facilitated, if I felt like I had kind of got it, so to speak, I wouldn't be interested in facilitating it anymore. So if I wait until then to facilitate it, it's too late. Because I'm interested in facilitating for me. So I'm interested in doing this radio show for me. I'm interested in facilitating the classes I facilitate for me not because i'm not grateful that you guys receive from them when you do because if i put it on to you like i was talking about earlier suddenly it becomes a problem because then i've got to be in your world checking in do you like it are you receiving from it are you getting it are you using the tools what are you doing like oh my gosh it's exhausting let me tell you because i've been there in there so many freaking times where that is how I worked I did my business for other people I did the sessions for other people I did everything for other people which sets me up for resentment now if it's not fun for me if I'm not going to receive something more from it in that respect of like what can this facilitate for me then I'm not going to choose it. Cause if I choose it to do for you or anyone else or for a certain result, it's just not going to work. And then it creates all sorts of crazy. And so if you look at that in your life of like, what is it you'd like to be doing and who is it for? Cause if you have, um, I don't know, let's say you figured out a formula of, um, Let's say you figured out the perfect recipe to make cookies. I know I said earlier, perfect was a judgment and it is. And let's say you've got the perfect recipe, you know, the exact steps, you know what to put in the time, you know, the temperature, like you have it all figured out. How many times are you going to want to show people how to do that before you're bored? Yeah, and that might not be true for you. I, For me, I just know that I love facilitating all the different topics I facilitate for me. I receive more from them. Even though I'm coming into the radio show talking about a certain topic that I have awareness around, I have information around, as I start talking, there's so much more that I receive with it. So whether I'm talking to, you know, a group of people who will listen later, or I'm talking to a group of people who are, you know, listening right then and can ask questions, doesn't matter. I'm constantly receiving more as I'm facilitating in this sense. And, and so that's what I find for me personally is like, I, if I knew it all, if I had it perfect, if I was the healed healer, whatever we might want to call that, I wouldn't be interested anymore. I'd move on. So I would just look at, again, none of this has to be true for you, but look at what is it for you? Like, is it just a way not to receive from you? Is it a way for you not to receive from others? And I mean this in the sense of like, if you're putting it off, if you're putting something off so that um, you will one day, when you're when you're not a smoker, when you've lost the weight, when you've um, healed that money problem, whatever the crazy is, if you're putting something, look at that, what is it that's really going on? And maybe you don't even really want to do it. You know, maybe it's just an excuse because you're not actually interested in it. But be honest with you about that. Because I can tell you that there are people with whatever it is, if it lights you up, if it's something you truly desire, there will be people who are interested in it from you. And there can be 500 people in your area doing the same thing and you will be the only one that some of those people want to come to and there will be other people that don't ever come to you and so if we look at it from that respect of like if you don't do it there's people and again this is only if it's something fun for you but like there's people that are waiting for you for that whatever that is and and so if you Continue to use all the reasons and justifications not to. That's fine. That's, it's not up to you to go do that for them. We just talked about that. And recognize that there are people. And if you need someone to be perfect before you will receive from them, you want to look at that too. What sort of, what sort of um, guidelines do you have? Because <laughs> all you're doing is ensuring that there's nobody out there. And then you have more reason to separate. You have more reason to judge, and that's not your natural state. Yeah, yeah. So what if you could be and do and have and receive and actualize everything? What if there was no limit? What if you didn't have to wait? Now there's some things if you would like to be a doctor Um, probably in your country, you would have certain classes you need to take and uh, whatever things you would need to get from universities and all that sort of stuff, absolutely. And do that if that's fun for you. And there might be things in other areas that you're interested in that you need to go take and be a part of and all of that. That doesn't have to be the same energy as I will when I can be like, I'm on my way, I've just got to take these steps. And then there's going to be things that you don't have to that you could be putting and and choosing now. Maybe you've taken an Access Consciousness Bars class and you'd like to be offering Bars sessions. Well, you know what, if you've taken the class, you can offer the session, you're set. And then you want to look at, you know, when that when you think of that, I could offer them right now, what comes up? Oh, I can't, I don't know enough. I've only ran five sets of bars, whatever it might be. It's like, that's all bullshit. That's all bullshit. Now, maybe you would be more comfortable with 25 different sessions doing them first and then running and then opening your your business, of course. Like, look at it also that way. What is going to make you comfortable? But also be honest with you when you are bullshitting yourself for when you're not really willing to take the action. And often it boils down to... You know, what would people say? That usual statement that stops more dreams than anything else. And I got one thing to say to that. Well, not just one word, but like a sentence. (laughs) And it's something that hubby said to me years ago when I said to him, because I really, really desired to get a certain car. And I said to him, oh, but what would people say? And he said, who the fuck cares (laughs) yes those are wise words from hubby who the fuck cares and honestly I have reminded of myself reminded myself of that ever since I have because it's it's so true if I allow myself to care and stop myself because somebody else might have a problem with it then you know what I they got my puppet strings I'm willing to be controlled and if I'm willing to say, yep, yeah, some people will love it, some people won't, who the fuck cares? And take the action, take the steps, do whatever's required. That's where the magic is, sweet friends. That is where the magic is. And it really is about looking at what are your points of views that are stopping you? What else could you be choosing and what actions required. So I'm not saying you go, oh yes, I'm going to start a bars business and you sit and wait for your phone to ring for your sessions. No, there are actions to take. Absolutely. So you take those actions, whatever they might be. You might need a business license. You might need to post on Facebook. You might need to phone some friends. I mean, there's a billion, billion possibilities, but this really is just getting out of the crazy that you can't or you have to wait or that there's another time or that there'll be better time or you need to be healed first because that, those are just reasons and justifications not to choose greater. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> And if you ever wonder what I'm doing when I have that big sigh, it's just dissipating all of the crazy that comes up when we talk about stuff like this. Cause honestly, guys, it's just crazy. And I know sometimes it feels really real in your world. I believe me. I've had times where I've made it really real in my world and it's not, it's just not. Yeah. So choose beyond it, choose greater choose to really, really, really live to be everything that you would like to be on the planet. The planet needs you, my sweet friends. Now with all of that said, the one thing I do want to mention, cause I know I did this when I first started out, I've had other people when I go to them for sessions, you know, have done it. And so you want to be aware as the professional, as the healer, uh, bars practitioner, whatever it is, if that is you, then it isn't your session. So I have seen, and again, done myself, where the person comes in with their problem, it's possibly similar to something we're going through. And rather than being the invitation to something greater, we basically meet them where they are and add to it. So you do want to be aware of that. And I talk, you know, about all the stories that I've shared over the years. If you go listen to my radio show, uh, you will know I have so many stories that I tell. And I don't actually share the story until like publicly uh, until I'm through it with all the tools that I can kind of share what I did, how I did it, the tools I used, all that sort of stuff. So you do want to be aware of that. If you're in a really tough space with, let's say you're going through a divorce, um, then you want to be aware of that because it's not your session. And I know people often refer to it as bleeding on the client. So if they come in and they're talking about their tough time in the, in the really in a relationship, <clears throat> If you add to it, if you talk about how horrible relationships are, or kind of have that energy about them, it's not going to create greater. So I used to kind of think, kind of what we've been talking about throughout the whole show, is that, well, then, you know, I can't work with clients who were going through something similar. It's actually not true. Because if you allow yourself to be the invitation, you will have so much wisdom come through you, and then you can actually... Take your own advice you will have awarenesses you will have insight you will have all sorts of brilliance that you could actually then go and apply to your own life so again it's not that you can't work with people and I mean if you know you can't then you can't you know fine acknowledge that don't do it you don't have to but don't don't think you can't because that's I mean And I've said that during radio shows where I've been, you know, recording a radio show and I'm having my own like absolute awareness and brilliance come through as I'm sharing and just allowing the wisdom. So just be aware of that. If you're bleeding on the person, no, that's not what I'm talking about in terms of not needing to be healed. You just want to be aggressively present with you, where you're at, what's going on. And are you inviting that person to another possibility or are you just matching them? Cause the other thing is you might not be saying a word, but in your head, if you're going, ah, all relationships are horrible and bad and everybody should never have one. And like, that's going to be the same as saying it out loud. We're all energy beings. So be aware of that too. And just know it really is choice will create the awareness. You'll get a sense when you say something if it's creating more, if it's not. And if it's not, say something else. And a lot of times it's not even up to us to say something as the person, the professional they're coming to, it really is up to them, ask them a question, empower them. If they say, you know, what do I do about this? You could, wow, what, what, like, what, what would you, what, what do you think you should do? Turn it around, be curious with them. There's so much more that can be created from that energy than you telling them what to do or uh, meeting them and saying, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> and I would love to invite you to some awesomeness. Of course, I have access bars and foundation classes coming up around the world from Denmark to Switzerland to Lloydminster to Las Vegas to New York City to Toronto Ontario to the pool party August 2020 and there will be many more put in place of course and I also have some really fun money stuff coming up so on August 24th in the afternoon here in Canada in Alberta uh, you can either join me here at the acreage or you can live stream for an afternoon class called money doesn't give a fuck And then September 1st, I am going to be with my sweet friend, Alan Jones. We're going to co-facilitate in London, and it's also live streamed around the world, uh, outrageous tools to create the cash you want. And then starting September 25th for 100 days, yes, you heard that correctly, 100 days, we're going to go through the 13 questions from the How to Become Money Workbook. I have heard Gary say, 100 times a hundred million dollars. Now, of course, that is no way a guarantee. And I am curious about the energy of that. So, and as always, so many more possibilities. You can go to glennishughes.com for more information. Thank you so much for listening in, sweet friends. I am so incredibly, incredibly, incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you. And I look forward to chatting with you next week.